Alone with God. This is our topic for sharing today. A friend of mine, a beloved brother, in response to a short message I posted this morning, wrote back, Truly, we are spending more time lamenting over what is going on. Yet, it will be an opportunity to get back to the road of putting ourselves right and then seeking God. In fact, he expressed what was on my heart as I was preparing to share with us today. He said, more and more time is spent by people lamenting over what is going on instead of getting back to the root of putting ourselves right and then seeking God. I strongly believe that there's a louder trumpet sound coming again and again, calling the people back into his presence, back to time spent alone with God. There has never been a time in the history of many when they have been forced to stay at home. They can't go out even if they are healthy and they wanted to. They can't travel even if they had urgent calls demanding their attention. They are, there are no parties to attend. Even if there are burials, there are limited numbers of people that must attend. There are no marriage ceremonies to be part of. And if there are marriage ceremonies, only very few people are permitted. Not many people have come to the reality of the privilege of having this time in to be alone with God. Not many people have confronted by asking, why have we suddenly come to where we are now? Every vehicle needs servicing after a certain number of mileages. Every machine needs greasing. The human body needs to be fed after continuous work. In the same way, our spirit needs to be rekindled, to be sharpened, to be fed. Our spirit needs to be re-examined in order that we may become more useful to God. We need to be rekindled. We need to be sharpened. We need to be prepared in order to move to the next level of our relationship with God or to move to the next level in our ministry. Once in a while, God permits us to go through what we are going through now. You may be asking, what are we going through now? As for us in our nation here, we are in a total lockdown where not many people are even permitted to travel just some three kilometers. If you have to do it, you walk on foot. The period before us is a period to refuel our spirit. It's a period to re-examine our lives. It's a period to re-examine the vision that we have been pursuing. 
it is a time to look inward to see if we are still in the right pathway. It's not a time to joke with. It's not a time to squander. Before you said you had no time and you could not have enough time, as you said, to seek God. Now you cannot say the same thing. If you say it, you will lie. You have the time. You have been forced to have the time. It is left to you to waste it or to use it, to squander it or to invest it. What does the Bible say concerning this time? Let's open our Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 20. Chapter 26, verse 20. The book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 20. I will read. Go, my people. Enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourself for a little while until his wrath has passed. I will read it again. It is the Lord calling his people and say, Go, my people, enter your rooms. Shut the doors behind you. Hide yourself for a little while until his wrath has passed. A call by the Lord calling his people, trumpeting to his people to enter their rooms. <clears throat> to shut the doors behind them. To hide themselves. And it is not just a physical hiding of themselves. It is a withdrawal from all else. A withdrawal from the dangers outside. In order to be in the shelter of the presence of the Lord. Seeking God. Talking to God. And being re-examined by God. And re-examining ourselves. Until the danger outside has passed. Whether you believe it or not, there is danger outside. You know, do not need to be convinced. You can see it. People are dying all over the place. But there is a call. God is calling us. God is calling us into his presence. God is calling us to shut the doors behind or to enter our room, enter our closet, to spend time with him. This is the specific call that the Lord is giving to you and to me to withdraw into our rooms and hide ourselves, to withdraw and have time with him, to withdraw and be shielded from the danger that is outside. <clears throat> As we hide ourselves from the danger, we spend the time alone with God. To re-examine ourselves, to put our lives right, to re-evaluate our service for services for God, to feed ourselves with His Word, to receive clear instruction from the Lord about our lives, about our service to Him, to mankind, about how we have used this time that He gave us here on earth so that we may be able to know how we will use the time ahead of us. Because you could have squandered all that, all the time that God gave you. You could have wasted your time. It is definite 
The def- definitely a time to prepare ourselves for a new takeoff. It is a time to prepare ourselves for a new takeoff. It is not a time lamenting. It is not a time to spend lamenting, to spend grumbling, to spend complaining. It is not a time to spend in sadness, in depression. We can use this period of the lockdown as an opportunity to, as an opportunity to develop new wings for new takeoff in our lives, in our ministry, in whatever we are involved in. The many activities we have been caught up with may have brought us to a moment when we have become clouded in our thinking, clouded in our spirit, crowded even in our mind to the extent that we no longer see the vision as we ought to see. You may have reached a point in your life when you were even giving up, not because God had given you up, but because you had made one obstacle or the other without knowing that there were actually opportunities for new takeoff, this is a moment to hear the voice of God again. You can develop your new wings to fly afresh. You can equally use this time through your complaining, through your fear, through your depression, through your sadness, through regret, to cut off the little wings that you still had, and you end up sinking. Let us look at Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, from verse 28. Have you not known, have you not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth faints not, neither is weary, there is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God gives power to the faint. This is a moment for every one of us to turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I have been fainting. Give me your power afresh. It is a time to say, Lord, here I am waiting on you, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. This is an opportunity, my brother, my sister, for you to renew your strength. Then you shall mount with wings like eagles. Then you will run afresh and you will not faint. You will not grow weary. You will walk and you will not faint. I believe that that is what the Lord is giving to us, a period for renewal, a period to be empowered again, a period to be rekindled, 
a period to clarify our vision, a period to launch afresh, to prepare ourselves, to launch afresh and run with new strength in order that we may be able to accomplish whatever God has called us to accomplish. You have the time. You can no longer say you don't have the time. Do not waste it. Do not squander such a great opportunity before you. Prepare yourself for a new takeoff in your work with God, in your service, and in whatever you find your hand to do. The Bible says, whatever your hand find to do, do it with all your might. You should be asking if you were to put all your might in after all these years, if you were to put all your might, what is that might of yours? Turn to the Lord and receive new power, new might, new strength, new anointing, new wisdom. Be refilled afresh for the years ahead. You may never have such an opportunity as this. The Bible tells us that this moment before us is the moment to seek the Lord until the Lord comes and brings revival in our lives. It is a moment to seek the Lord. Let us open our Bibles to the book of Hosea. A moment to seek the Lord. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Sow for yourself righteousness and reap the fruit of unfailing love. Break up your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and show us righteousness on us. <clears throat> it is time to plant. So righteousness, break up those hardened areas of your life. The prophet says, it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and show our righteousness on you. It is time to turn to the Lord alone with God, seeking, with, seeking God in order that God may revive you. God may fill you afresh. God may rekindle you. God may set you again aflame for him. You may have become spiritually dry. Why don't you even just ask yourself, when did you last sit down and read your Bible for two hours continuously so that the, the word of God started penetrating your life, uh, stirring up your spirit and you can feel the warmth again in your spirit and you can find the fire spreading and burning within you again. When did you not sit down and actually spend three hours alone in the place of prayer? When did you have an hour just ministering to the Lord, even just being grateful and thanking, thanking the Lord for all the good things that he has done for you. After you have just been running, he has he have been doing and doing it and doing it and doing it and you have never had the opportunity, just 10 minutes, one hour, just to thank God for his great deeds in your life. But you have had time to consume the fruit of his love investment in your life. 
When did you truly lie down on your bed and in the quietness of your spirit began to reflect on your life, asking yourself a number of critical questions to even know your spiritual condition? Open your Bible with us to the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms, chapter 4. He said, in your anger do not sin, verse 4. Psalms chapter 4, verse 4. In your anger do not sin. When you are on your bed, search your heart and be silent. I strongly believe that this is a period while on our beds, while being alone with God to search our hearts, be silent so that you can hear your heart even speaking to you. You can know your condition before God. You may have been so busy trying to help other people to know their own condition when you have not taken time to know your own heart. On your bed, when you are on your bed, search your heart and be silent. A time alone with God to be silent. A time alone with God to be silent. And the psalmist said again in Psalms 40, Verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord will be visited by the Lord. If you wait patiently on the Lord, if you turn to him, he will hear your cry. During this period, a time to turn to the Lord, to cry to the Lord, to wait on the Lord. Then the Lord will lift you out of the slimy pit in which you are now, out of that mud, out of that mire. Then he will bring you to a position that he will set your feet upon the rock to stand and he will put a song in your mouth that you may sing for him. And very soon, multitude will see what God has done in your life and multitude will turn and equally trust the Lord and follow your God because of what they have seen in your own life. So that a crisis ended up been a word of testimony to transform the life of many. Don't waste the crisis you may be going through. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Because in your crisis, you waited on the Lord. During this period, you waited on the Lord. Alone with God, you cried to the Lord. The Lord heard your cry. Then the Lord took you out of the, 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 the that situation, out of that terrible situation. He rescued you. <clears throat> and as he rescued you, he placed your feet upon the firm ground and 
where you are standing and you put a song in your mouth that instead of weeping, you began to sing for him. The Lord is calling us back to himself. Time alone with God. Time alone with God. A time alone with God is a time to search your heart. To know your spiritual condition. The Apostle Paul told the, the brethren in Corinth, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, he told them, verse 5, examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. <clears throat> it is a time alone with God to examine yourself. Are you still in the faith? Are you still pursuing what you once committed yourself to? Is God still God in your life or other things have come in and taken the place of God? Is God still your God? What are the multitude of commitment you, you made before him? Are you still pursuing them? Examine yourself is what Paul told this brethren. And then he told them, do you not realize that Christ is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Test yourself. Know whether Christ is still in you. Whether Christ is still having the first place in your heart. Is it the first priority in the use of your time? Is it the first priority in the use of your, your money? Is it the first priority in your life or other things have come in and taken the first place so that he had been pushed to the corner and for many, not only pushed to the corner and kicked out of their hearts so that the owner of the temple is homeless. A time to examine your heart. A time to examine your heart. Do you spend this time to examine your heart? It is equally a time to tell the Lord, Lord, search me. A time to ask the Lord to search your heart. Psalms 139 from verse 1. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. There are moments that you should ask the Lord to search you. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. A moment to say, Lord, search me, oh God. Search me, oh God. Search me, search me, O oh God, and know if there is any evil within me, if there is any wickedness in me. Search me, O oh God, and lead me in the way everlasting. A moment when you present yourself before God, begging God to search you. We do not only go to the hospital when we are sick. 
There are moments we go just to check the various vitals, just to examine ourselves in order to prevent ourselves from becoming sick. You don't really wait when you break down before you start mending your life. There are moments in men's life that they are to preach to themselves. They examine themselves and they and become sure whether they are ready for the return of the Lord. Or whether they are ready for that day when the Lord will call them, call them home. If that day will come like a thief in the night, any person who is wise again and again will take time to examine himself and be very, very sure that he is ready for that day when the Lord will call him home. Are you ready for that day when the Lord will call you home? Are you prepared? The prophet Amos said in Amos chapter 12, chapter 4, verse 12, therefore, <clears throat> this is what I will do, Israel. And because I will do this, prepare to meet your God, O Israel. Prepare to meet your God. Not many people are prepared to meet God. To them, death is like an accident. We are called to be ready, to be prepared, to meet our goal. This period of just asking, yesterday somebody was buried, today somebody is buried, maybe tomorrow another person will be buried. What if it was me? Am I ready to meet my goal? Prepare to meet your God. How do you prepare to meet your God? Let us go to the book of Exodus chapter 19. There was a time when God wanted to meet his people and wanted his people to meet him. Exodus chapter 19 from verse 9, verse 9 and 10. The Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you and will always put their trust in you. Then Moses told the Lord what the people said. Verse 10. And the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Have them wash their clothes. And be ready by the third day. Because on that day, that's verse 11 now. On that day, the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Go and consecrate them. We prepare ourselves for an encounter with the Lord by consecrating ourselves. And consecration talks about surrender. Have you become so caught up 
that you are so far away from God. Things, material things have come. They have come in. They have rushed in. And they have possessed your heart. Taken the first place on your heart. Things that were supposed to be used to serve God. You are now using God to have things. So the Lord told Moses, consecrate them today and tomorrow. Set them apart. Let them be a separated group of people. Let them surrender themselves. And he told them, let them wash their clothes. There is the washing of our clothes. This cleansing. This examining of your life in order to see the stains that have come in. That along this pilgrim's journey, the feet that were once dirty have become dusty. A time to wash your clothing and prepare yourself for an encounter with God. Those who prepare themselves will encounter the Lord. And let's look at what Moses did. What did verse 14? After Moses had gone down to the people, he consecrated them and they washed their clothes. And he told, the, he said to the people, prepare yourself for the third day. So day one, they use it to prepare themselves. Day two, they use it to prepare themselves. And they were ready on the third day for an encounter with God. People just think that they will meet God even if they are not ready. Those who want to encounter God prepare themselves for an encounter with the Lord. Consecrate them. So Moses consecrated them. They washed their clothes. Moses did not wash their clothing for them. Each person will confront his heart, repent of his sin, and be ready for an encounter with the Lord. Then he said to the people, prepare yourself for the third day. Abstain from sexual relations. They were to put away all pleasures. To have a heart that was longing for God. And on the morning of the third day, there was thunder, there was lightning, there was a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast and everyone in the camp trembled. God came down. God will come down upon a people who are prepared to receive him. Verse 17, then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with, with God. So if God was not an idea, God was a person that could be encountered. And God told them, the secret of meeting me is consecration. <clears throat> Those who consecrate themselves will encounter the Lord. And it takes time. This life of consecration, this life of repentance, this life of sanctification, this life of saying, I put this off in order that I may have a passion, a longing to meet God. That's exactly what happened in their life. And God came down. They knew it. There was thunder, there was lightning, there was thick cloud over the mountain, that was the glory of the Lord, there was a trumpet blast, and everyone in the, in the camp trembled. 
then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God. This is your time of shutting yourself in your room along with God will lead to an encounter with God if it is a time of consecration, a time of your sanctification, a time of recommitment, a time of separation from all else in order to be available for the encounter with God, then you will come out of this period a new person, a person who has encountered God and a person who has an experience that you met God. Without this fresh encounter with God, lovers of God will become satisfied with just serving God. Service. Lovers will soon become servant. God is not just interested in what we do for him. God is interested in us. He's interested in having us. God is interested in a relationship with us. Without this encounter, this time alone with God, you will soon become satisfied with activities. You will become satisfied with the message you are preached all over the place. You become satisfied with running here and there without asking, where is God in my life? That colonia with God, that intimacy with God, that passion for God will be lost. That passion for God will be lost. The Lord Jesus Christ said something to Martha in the book of Luke chapter 10. Let's look at it. The book of Luke chapter 10. So we are saying that God is not just interested in our activities. God is not just interested in our, our activities. God is interested in us, in having lovers, because we were created that God may have people who will be with him, who enjoy him, and he will enjoy them. Luke chapter 10. The Lord Jesus Christ met, visited a family. Luke chapter 10 from verse 38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. Is that what your life is? High blood pressure, uh, pressure because you have become upset 
worried, anxious about so many things because you have missed the one needful thing in life. There was nothing wrong in, in preparing to entertain the guests. But there was something wrong in being distracted by the preparation. And there was something wrong in thinking that the person who was giving time to this Jesus, who came the once in a while, should be told to abandon Jesus to go and be caught up equally with all the practical preparation. The church today is given to all the practical preparations and most people have no time with God. Mary has chosen. Only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Oh, that we, we come to this point where we develop this love relationship with the Lord that we know the one thing that is needful. We know that time alone with God can never be substituted with any other thing. We know that the first priority of our lives is having this time alone with God so that at a moment like this, when God has given to us such an opportunity, we will not be a grumbling set of people. We'll be an excited people who say, we shall give this time to seek God, to develop our relationship with God, to develop our love relationship with God, preparing ourselves when God will use us afresh to accomplish greater and greater things in his service. I strongly believe that God is calling us during this period to seek him more and more. God is calling us during this period to seek him more and more. God is calling every one of us for a restoration back into his presence. God is calling every one of us to give him more and more time. The Bible tells us God is a God who hides himself. He hides himself so that we may seek him. Isaiah chapter 45 verse 15 <clears throat> Truly you are a God who hides himself. Why does God hide himself? He is a God who hides himself. The book of Acts chapter 27, chapter 17, verse 27 tells us why God hides himself. Could it be that God has, it's as if God has hidden himself to you or from you? Verse 27 of chapter 17. God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out to him and find him, though he is not far from each of us. God is looking for men and women who will seek him, even though he is hiding himself, reach out to him, touch him, find him. God is looking for you so that you will seek him. You will reach out to him. You will find him. Even though he is not far. He is not far. But many things have come between you and God. 
put away all those things that have come to get your relationship with God clouded and begin to seek God and a new day will dawn upon your life. And out of this crisis period, we shall have a man who is flying with wings like eagle. God desire to have people who will seek him with all their hearts. The desires of God is that his children will seek him with all their hearts. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 29, let's open our Bibles to the book of Jeremiah chapter 29. God desires us to seek him with all our hearts. Because he has great plans for us. And it is as we seek him with all our heart that he will reveal those plans to us. From verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plan to prosper you and not to harm you. Plan to give you hope and a future. The Lord said he knows the plan he has for every one of us to prosper us. <clears throat> So if you are seeking for prosperity, your prosperity is found in the Lord. Rather than seeking for prosperity somewhere, seek the Lord for that, that God has a great plan for you to prosper you, to give you a hope, to give you a future. And in verse 12 says, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Because God has great plan for us. Plan to prosper us. He wants us to come back to him and seek him with all our heart. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back from captivity. And I will gather you from all the nations and places where I banish you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place which I, from, the, from which I carried you into exile. The Lord wants to restore us to his best for our lives. Time alone with God in order that we may seek God. We may be empowered by God. Who may be renewed, who may be revived. Time alone with God so that we may emerge a people that will begin to fly as God ordained us to do. That is the opportunity that God is giving to every one of us. So it is not a time lamenting, it's not a time regretting, it's not a time depressed. It's not a time to be sad. It is a time to seek God. And they that seek him will find him if they seek him with all their hearts. And they that seek and find him will be prospered by him and the purposes of God for their lives will come to pass. He's a God who hides himself. Let's become seekers of God. Let's examine our lives. Let's come back to this point where we sit quietly, reflecting upon our hearts, reflecting upon our lives, so that we may be what God ordained us to be. Let's prepare ourselves 
for an encounter with God. As we consecrate ourselves, wash our hearts clean in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, uproot the things that ought not to be there. A time alone with God to become available, to be useful in the hand of God. Don't miss this great period that God has given to you. May God bless you as you spend time alone with him.